What's going on, guys? And welcome to an emergency broadcast from the 50 Plus One Football Show. We recorded an episode a couple days ago where we spoke about Thomas Tuchel and him possibly not being the Bayern manager come the end of the season. We've woken up this morning to the news that he will step down at the end of the season. Lewis is joining me, but he's not in a co-presenter's capacity today. He's very much the Bayern Munich expert of the episode today. So, Lewis, what's the immediate reaction from Bayern and the fans to this news this morning? I think it's one where a lot of Bayern fans probably saw it coming. And secondly, it's probably the classiest way to handle it. Obviously, you know, they it was it was the whole deal of yeah, they both by mutual consent determination, so to speak, but it definitely came more from Bayern's side. I think it was, you know, almost something that a lot of people expected, especially when you look at that one fan video that came out yesterday where a fan asked uh Bayern CEO Jan Christian Dresen if Tuchel will uh, stay or if he will go and Jan Christian Dresen replied we'll wait and see and that was after he gave that interview which we quoted in our last episode where he said you know I'm not you know a big fan of uh, you know giving managers an, a stone cold backing you know in public and stuff and I'm he will definitely be on the bench uh, against Leipzig which you know he's kept his word I think that's one of the best things about the whole thing is because Bayern have, you know, in the past, or not just Bayern, but a lot of clubs have had in the past, you know, that thing where it comes to bite them in the ass, so to speak. One week they say this, and then the next week it's the exact opposite being decided. So I think all in all, the classiest way to to handle the whole situation and also the best solution seeing as there are no viable options right now to take over. Okay, so just how did we get to this situation? Obviously, there was that 3-2 loss to Bochum at the weekend. And if you do go back and listen to the most recent episodes, you'll hear about how we talk about the relationship between him and the dressing room, that the relationship between him and particularly Joshua Kimmich is completely broken. But is this not the culmination of, I mean, pretty much everything since he was appointed? Yeah, I I think, you know, just to touch on the whole broken relationship with the dressing room, it's it already started with that whole deal of oh yeah, they've uh they've had to you know, find a holding six because Thomas Tuchel really wants him, but Yuzwa Kimi says I am a holding six and it's he's alienated too many star players in that dressing room uh when asked about leon goretzka is he going to stay or is he going to leave he said transfer window's not over we'll see what happens that's not exactly something you want to hear as leon goretzka when you've just said i want to fight for my place um and this was during the the summer training camp ahead of this season and if you look at things like that it's you already start to think well how many star players can he alienate before it comes back to bite him and i think the like as you said it's the culmination of a lot of things that have happened the squad also not being what he wants um you could even say being too small i think the injuries have proven that but yeah over overall it's just the culmination of what we said as well is just you know a big mistake 
I think you know some of some of our uh, sports reporting colleagues at Sport One in Germany have called have gone a step further and even called it, you know, the biggest mistake that Bayern have made in the last ten years or twelve years, um, and not just a misunderstanding, as some people said it was. You know, the biggest misunderstanding since Jurgen Klinsmann. They've actually gone a step further and called it the biggest mistake in the in recent history. Now that's quite a big statement to make obviously given how bad Jurgen Klinsmann was as Bayern manager but it's hard to really argue with it because the Bundesliga title was only won last season on the back of Dortmund's inability well to, to see games out and to win games that they probably should be winning yeah so there were should have been some warning signs last season that it was you know things weren't going well but you know, Julian Nagelsmann got sacked after three losses over the course of the season. Thomas Tuchel's just had three losses in a row in the span of eight days. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny you bring that up because Thomas Tuchel already has in forty-three or forty-four matches more losses with eleven in total now than Julian Nagelsmann did in his first eighty-four. So, you know, Nagelsmann had double the amount of games and still less losses in total, which is just pretty damning evidence that, you know, as as we just stated, that it was probably just a colossal mistake on Bayern's management. Obviously, Bayern have, or the board of directors, took issue with that and did let go of Oliver Kahn and Hasan Salihamidzic, you know, the main architects of the Tuchel transfer but you know the, right now you're still left with basically the heap of debris that was caused by that explosion so to speak and even though the architects of that explosion basically were dealt with you still have to deal with the fallout and the fallout is probably going to eat up and eat away at Bayern for a lot longer than just you know this season they're going to have to do a huge rebuild and the squad's also going to come into question funny that you mentioned the squad i'll just read this a little paragraph from rafael honigstein in the athletic this morning where he says internally there's talk of too many big well-paid personalities having lost their hunger but every single player has lost the form and confidence in recent weeks which brings tuchel's role into sharp relief once more so that first bit, too many big, well-paid players having lost their hunger. Is that something that you, as someone who watches Bayern week in, week out, is that something that you've seen? Or is this the case of the manager's lost it? Or is it a little bit of he's lost it, but they've also given up and thrown him under the bus? I don't know. The The boring answer would probably be a little bit of each. But I'd say you have definitely got a lot of big names who... Are making upwards of 15 million a year so i think there's this almost this common misconception at least from you know premier league fans that they see the bundesliga as not only a farmer's league but also a league that definitely can't pay as much money bayern are paying their players a lot more than some guys are earning you know in the top clubs in england for instance so it's not like these guys are on a little bit usual kimmich is on 19.5 million a year Sane's on 20, Müller's upwards of 20, same with Neuer, and 
Harry Kane probably got the same contract that Sadio Mane had and Lewandowski before him, which is kind of reserved for that top echelon of uh, star striker, star attacking player, which is you know somewhere between 23 and 25 million a year. So you have a lot of players who are eating up a lot of money on the wage bill. It's a lot of money to be paying Serge Gnabry 20 million or 18, 19 million when the guy is out injured for most of the season hasn't really played a role in the last year and a half. So here we go. So Eric Dyer, new signing from Spurs, is currently sitting on 96,000 euros a week. Brian Zaragoza, that's just come in as well, is 126,000 euros a week. Then you go up to the, the north of 300. Matisse Delict, 307. Kingsley Coman, 326. And then, yeah, the top the top earners, Thomas Muller, three nine three hundred ninety four thousand euros a week. Manuel Neuer, four hundred and three, and Harry Kane, twenty thousand euros shy of half a million euros a week. Net exactly. gross pay of twenty five million euros a year. So they do get paid a frankly disgusting amount of money, and as a fan which we spoke about a couple of times, you'd like to think that amount of money would sort of offset any l lack of hunger. You think, well, you're getting paid a c considerably large amount of money here. Exactly. And, uh, you know, to come back to your question, I think it's, it's hard to basically say that they have zero hunger, but on the other hand, the performances that they're, that they've, put in especially in the last week week and a half where they have accumulated those three losses in a row it's hard to argue with the fact that it just doesn't seem like they all are you know giving everything and it doesn't matter that they've had 12 bundesliga titles in a row it doesn't matter that they've won a treble three years ago it doesn't matter you know that they're the record holders for the dfb Pokal. it seems like it really does matter and I don't know, especially in the DFB Pokal, you've now had some very disappointing exits, a couple of shockers really in the last few years. Uh, when you when you remember, um, you know, the exits to uh, Holstein Kiel a couple of years ago, where they had that weird special kit that no one got. It was I think it was that uh, Adidas X Human kit, you know, the one that looks like a kid is drawn. <laughs> the whole thing. But anyways, you know, you had that shock exit to a to a second Bundesliga side at the time. You had a sh the shock exit to the third Bundesliga or the third li Liga side with Ersten FC Saarbrücken. You know, they haven't won the DFB Pokal since that treble winning season under Hansi Flick. Shouldn't that already be enough hunger, at least in that competition, to get it back? And, you know, the Champions League since then has also been void of any semi-final glory let alone you know a final appearance against since that treble winning season it's hard to say that they should that that it's okay that they aren't hungry anymore but yeah you know if you've got that many guys on that much money a squad rebuild might be also the way to go if you're already getting a new manager anyway fantastic segue from your good self brings us on to our last point of this emergency episode where do we go now where do buying go from here do all roads lead to Xabi Alonso because Liverpool may have something to say about that just a little bit he is from Sky Germany the number one 
target, the plan A for Bayern is Xabi Alonso. We have seen with Tottenham how plan A can quickly become plan E, F if managers don't want to take the job or get picked up by other people and you end up with someone that you don't really want. So they're going to have to move quickly come the end of the season if Xabi Alonso wants to move at all. I think that's one of the bigger issues. It's not so much, you know, being in in competition with Liverpool, but if Xabi Alonso is the guy to go for, they're going to have to see if he even wants to leave at the end of this season. Bayer Leverkusen could still very much win a treble. They're still in the Europa League. They're still in the DFB Pokal, and they're sitting atop the Bundesliga now with an eight-point lead over Bayern. Given in recent history, a lot of fans looking from the outside in who don't follow the Bundesliga as much could be very quick to point out and say Dortmund has had nine-point leads uh, in the past and pissed those away. But I, you know, we've been through this many times this season on this podcast that we think you know Leverkusen are a different beast to Dortmund in the fact that they have a manager who definitely you know is just that guy he's the one that that whole team goes will walk over hot coals for and you know with Leverkusen in that position and and Xabi Alonso is really only in his first full season as manager of Leverkusen it could very much be a decision that he even says I don't care if Liverpool or Bayern are coming at me I might just want to stay here now Schweinsteiger has since you know gone and said publicly that you know in answer to the question does he think Xabi Alonso will come to Liverpool or not he knowing Xabi Alonso thinks that Xabi really wants to go to Liverpool but this was obviously before Bayern and Tuchel were at the point they're at now. And I think that has, at the end of the day, if Xabi Alonso does want to leave, that's made Liverpool's heads spin a lot because they thought they were in pole position and now Bayern are just right up there with Liverpool in the sense that they both need a manager at the end of the season. So worst case scenario, it's not Xabi Alonso. Is there anyone else that's been floated around? I know Hansi Flick has been touted, but that was more of a temporary basis, more as well as Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as a caretaker till the end of the season. Zidane is still available as well. So is that a name that could possibly be in the dugout next season as well? Zidane's more of a... Like, he would be a Guardiola-type solution, you know, with a lot of fanfare would show that Bayern still have a lot of pull when it comes to international football. I think Zidane would also not have a problem, you know, with breaking the language barrier as he's an international or he he's a star with enough international experience that he knows how to deal with the fact of learning a new language and getting a team together with a lot of different nationalities and stuff and such. Also moderating a lot of stars in one squad the guys he's probably had the most experience with the biggest star collusion in history with that Real Madrid team that he coached to three Champions Leagues so that probably wouldn't be an option uh wouldn't be an issue sorry with Hansi Flick I think that deal is very much off the table just because Uli Hoeneß is still not a big fan because of the way Hansi Flick also left by, you know, attacking 
the Bayern board as it was becoming more and more apparent that you know there were rifts between him and Hasan Zalihamidzic, and he kind of left a little bit of scorched earth, so to speak. And Solskjaer is just the names that's been thrown around, I think, because you know he's available. Like, no disrespect to Solskjaer, but I think that would be a step too big for him. One that's been touted in Germany, which I think a couple of fans might not have on their radar, is Sebastian Hoeneß, nephew of Uli Hoeneß, who is currently managing VfB Stuttgart. I think, yeah, okay, I see your face with skepticism, so why don't you just tell me why you're so ske skeptical? Oh, because it's nepotism at the highest. It's, <laughs> it, honest to God, I'm... I understand that he is a legend of your club. Yeah. Early Hernis. I am so sick of that man being involved in goings. I don't even, it's not even my club, but I'm so sick of that man being involved. He's not on, he doesn't have a professional capacity. It's an honorary position. You do realize that that is just a smoke show, right? He still has an insane amount of pull. <laughs> I know he does, but. Can we please cut the apron strings from that man? I, I would just love for at some point us to just become so big that we might have the chance to actually interview Uli Hoeneß and then at some point they have to do their research and then these clips come on and then, you're, and then we have to interview him. I don't think there would be one. He'd cancel straight away. Or it would be, I'll do it on the condition that the man that hates me is not around. I don't hate him. It's just <laughs> I understand he's a legend at your at that club. Yeah, I understand that. I've got highest level of respect, but know when the time is is right to just step away. I think I think we still I, might have I to swear, have like a debate on this. <laughs> I swear to God, if you can't get Xabi Alonso or Zidane or. Uh, the sporting Lisbon coach Ruben Amarim. If you appoint Sebastian Hernis, I'm you deserve everything you're gonna get. Here's the thing, right? Sebastian Hernis, a few years ago, you might not have remembered it, but he coached that unbelievable Bayern Reserve side to a win of the title in the third league. So yeah, I'm not saying he's, he's, he's a he's terrible a good coach because Stuttgart say, he's doing... taken Stuttgart from you know being fighting relegation every year to now fighting for Champions League spots. I'm not I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I am saying you you understand what that looks like. Well, yeah, one nepotism and two buying basically the competition's best uh, talent, so to speak. I mean, that's also and, what you would be doing with Xabi Alonso. So yeah, that's that's that would be that would be one thing that I forgot to add is that that might be the only thing why Bayern might shy away from it. I say might. I think if if Xabi Alonso is available, they'll probably still go for it. But if it ends up being you know a toss up, that could be a little bit like a small factor. But yeah, I think Sebastian Hunas for me as well. It would be too early for him. He hasn't ever coached at international level. I think that's a step too far. It would be similar to, I mean, it would even be a step further away than Solskjaer because Solskjaer at least has that little bit of, in, you know, international experience uh, as a manager. That, but that fantastic night in Paris and who put the ball in the German net? Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, exactly. That's it's it's one of those things. I think personally, if they don't get Chabi Alonso, Zinedine Zidane will be the next best option 
And if they do want or they, if they have to compete with Liverpool for his signature, one of the bigger, I'd say, or the, the little aces up their sleeves could be that they say, Shabby, you get to help rebuild the club and the squad as well from scratch. And at Liverpool, they've already gone and renewed their whole midfield. It's not like Liverpool are about to, you know, say, "I right, we're going to sell Soboslai after one season. It's going to be, you know, at Liverpool, he, he can't tinker as much, so to speak. But I think it's, it's still going to be, it would be a very, very tough competition between those two clubs if he does decide after one full season at Leverkusen and possibly a treble win, I'm leaving and taking my, my talents to the next, to the next level, so to speak. Well, there we go. That's probably a good place to finish this brief look into the news that broke this morning about Thomas Tuchel. We've had the Bayern expert's opinion, but if you have any thoughts, do let us know on Twitter and Instagram. But I think that's probably the perfect place to leave it. And as always, don't forget to like, share and subscribe to 50 Plus One Sports on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And make sure to check out the previous episodes, especially the one where we do go into the Bochum loss that kind of kickstarted this whole thing. And you can find that on your podcast provider of choice. But as always, thank you very much for listening, guys. Keep calm and love the beautiful game.